Is that good? Okay. Gather around. Come on, I got this stuff all written out already. Okay, so um, when we evaluate patients for a, for a pulmonary embolism, we try to put them in categories of low, medium, or high risk. Because obviously, you know, the test that the definitive test that we do for for PE is a CAT scan. That's pretty invasive. You know, that involves IV contrast and a lot of radiation. So we can't just do a CAT scan on everybody that we think just might have a PE. We look at signs and symptoms and risk factors. So this is called the PERC score. This is a patient who we think is at very low risk for PE. I, I just don't think this guy has a PE. But it's really tough to trust your clinical gestalt. Your clinical gestalt might be, I don't think they have a PE. That means I might be 15% wrong. Up to 15% of people, I think, don't have it might have it. So that's not enough to exclude a life-threatening disease. We got to do something more. If I think, well, they might have it. Now, does everybody with chest pain have to get a, be perked or get a well score or get a CAT scan? No. I fell down. I injured my rib, doc. It hurt right when I fell. We're well, not doing, we're not doing any of this stuff. But this uses the risk factors, some of the risk factors for P. It says that it's called a PERC score. It's P probability score or something like that. Anyway, so we say if the age is over 50, um, that's going to give them one, this is one point for each of these. It actually turns it's an all or nothing. You either get a zero or you get, you get, you get a CAT scan or more studies. So you got to be under 50, a heart rate under 100. You have to have an O2 sat over 95%. That's tough to do in Denver, but that's what the studies were. Over 95%. Never had a DVT or PE. Haven't had trauma or surgery in the past four weeks. Can't have hemoptysis, no coughing up blood. You can't be taking estrogen. You can't be a woman on replacement hormones. You can't be a gal taking oral contraceptives. And you can't have unilateral leg swing. If you have none of those criteria, you would, we call that perk out. You perk out with a zero. And that would say your probability is probably under 2% of having a PE. And we say, that's good enough. We're done. Having said all that, if you, if you got the heebie-jeebies and you think they're not at low risk, this is for a low risk patient, you should go straight over to a well score. So suppose somebody perks out, you say, I didn't think this guy would ha has a PE, but you know what? She takes oral contraceptives. We can't perk her out. Okay, now we go to a new scoring system. This is called the well score for PE. This stuff is um, now computerized. Good, good computer systems have this available. But the error in these cases is, hey, O'Brien, you missed a PE. I perked her. Oh yeah, it turns out that she takes an estrogen. You missed it. You didn't, did you ask about oral contraceptive? Did you ask the 49-year-old gal, was she on replacement hormones? You know, you really have to be rigorous in applying clinical guidelines, uh, uh, practice guidelines. You really have to go boom, 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 and you got to document all that stuff. So the well score for PE is a scoring system. If you're less than four, you're low risk, and a negative dimer is good enough. If you're, so so th this would be, okay, we're going to do, now we're doing a well score before we do a dimer. All right, so we say this person is low risk but didn't perk out. I think they're low risk, so it has to be a low risk patient. Now we, we score them. This defines low risk, less than four. And a low risk patient, a dimer's adequate, a negative dimer's adequate. So now we're trying to define low risk. Before I do this, I would say one big study said clinical gestalt, your general impression is as good as a well score. Most docs and clinicians coming out of residency would say, give me a scoring system. I don't have any experience. My gestalt doesn't exist yet. You know, let me score something. So this is what most people are trained to do. So, so some of them are repeated, but a science and symptom of a DVT is a score of three. These are higher risks for PE, these two. If you think it's a PE or nothing else, I think, I think it's most likely to be a PE. You get a score of three right off the bat. Heart rate over 100, 1.5. So if you think they have PE is the most likely diagnosis, and a heart rate over 100, your score is 4.5. A dimer is not good enough. You have to do a CAT scan. Does that make sense? So these patients are the ones we might do a dimer on. They would have to have a score less than 4. So can a patient have a heart rate of one, over 100? Yes. Can they have had surgery in the past four weeks? Yes. Can they have had both of them? Yes. 
can they have had that plus the previous DVT? No, because you're at 4.5. So you can't get away with, we call that get away with a normal dimer. Does that make sense? So these are the kind of the risk factors for a PE. The scoring system says four or less, you can do a dimer. Above four, you got to do a CAT scan or a VQ scan. This doesn't apply to pregnant women. We do things a little bit different for pregnant women. Anyway, so this is the per, you'll hear people talk about perk scores and well scores for PE. That's what they are, and that's how we use them. Any questions about them? I talk fast. Okay. Good.